It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode number 219 of Locked On Raptors for Wednesday, November 1st. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com and LockedOnRaptors.com. You can find me on Twitter at WoodleySean and the show is on Twitter as well, Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode. Of course, Locked On Raptors is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please find the shows on iTunes or whatever feed you listen to podcasts on and then check out all the sites as well. FanRagSports.com has Locked On NBA sites for all 30 teams, so make sure you're checking those out. Um, and please leave ratings and reviews on the iTunes page. It means a lot. It helps to move us up the rankings, helps people discover the show, and I greatly appreciate it. 
Uh, coming to you now on today's show, uh, during the fourth quarter of the Raptors game against the Nuggets, the Raptors are currently down 103-73, about a minute into the fourth quarter. Um, and to join me to talk as garbage time plays out with the potential for an all-time podcast moment if the Raptors make a comeback here, uh, it's Vivek Jacob. How you doing, man? I'm all right. This is my first uh, live look at the Raptors, so could be better. was hoping for a lot more when <laughs> they said uh, Jonas and Serge would be back, and I thought I could get a nice look at the entire roster and... Unfortunately, besides maybe Lowry in the first quarter and a bit, no one decided to show up. Yeah, Vivek's been uh, out of the country for a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, as you mentioned, doing all those games over the last couple days, uh, you did not see a performance as bad as this one in any of those games. So that's positive, I suppose. Uh, We're going to dive into the things that we hated most about this game, uh, or the game that is still going on. Uh, but first, I gotta tell you about a sponsor for today, and that is, of course, Draft. If you are a fantasy basketball fan, you need to try my new favorite app, and that is Draft. It's daily fantasy basketball, but not like the other guys. On Draft, you play real live snake drafts with other people, just like in your season long league. Here's how it works it's a draft that lasts for just one night, and there's no management. Just set it and forget it. You're the one, you're, when you're done drafting, that's it. There's no trades, there's no waiver wire. Draft will let you know if there's an injury that you have to replace last minute. Uh, drafts start every couple minutes, so you can join run join one right now. Uh, and the best part, you play for cold hard cash. Yeah, it, it's super easy. Uh, you can play for small amounts of money, a dollar here. You can play free ones as well. You can play a dollar, three bucks, five bucks, ten bucks. Go all the way up to like a hundred bucks or more. Uh, they start from just one bucks. You can, there's a draft for literally literally everybody. Uh, there's no salary caps. You just play in a real life snake draft. So you pick a, if you're in a three person league, it's a three man draft. You pick. You know, among the best players that you're going to have stacked rosters, especially on a night like tonight uh, on Wednesday when there's 12 teams playing, you're going to have a really good roster, going to get to watch some good players and root for them. Uh, and it's just like when you play with your friends in a season-long league, except there's no commitment. If someone gets hurt, it's just one night and you go back at it the next night. Uh, so come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes or play right from your computer on Draft.com whenever you want. It's, uh, it's very easy. It's not yet available on Google, uh, sorry, on uh, yeah, Google Play on uh, on iPhones just yet, or sorry, in Canada it's not available on Google. It's available on iPhones, iTunes, whatever. Uh, but you have to, if you have a Google device, you have to check it out online. Uh, that should be coming down the pike soon, though. Uh, for a limited time only, as well. All new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code to do that. The promo code is LO Raptors. That's LO Raptors, all one word, is in Locked On Raptors. That's right. Play a real money game for free just using my promo code LO Raptors, and your first deposit is on draft. Uh, what was it? Oh, one other thing as well. <laughs> I keep forgetting to say this. Uh, every Wednesday for the next little while is going to be Draft Wednesday on the Locked On Podcast Network. So when you follow a bunch of people who are related to the Locked On Network, you can follow me on there at Locked On Sean. You can follow uh, all the different podcasts Locked On Clippers, Locked On Jazz, all these different podcasts. Uh, and you can join leagues with all of these, you know, uh, the hosts. You can join Locked On Raptors. I hosted one today. Uh, obviously, recording this a little bit late on Wednesday, but I hosted one today. Uh, people used the promo code, they signed up, and I played against three listeners today, and it was awesome. Uh, I'm getting my ass kicked. Um, so, uh, but draft is great. Make sure you sign up. The promo code LO Raptors, you get free free entry, and it's a, it's a really good time. And we'll see you for next Wednesday on uh, on Draft Wednesday. All right, let's uh, get into this terrible game. Um, the Raptors are currently now at nine minutes left. It's 108 76. Uh, Vivek, what is the thing you hated most about this game? It's got to be the lack of energy, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> just right from the tip, you could see it. 
Um, they were flat, and then the, the, I tweeted before. It was just the attention, the detail as well. There was uh, early on. There was a free throw, and for the few minutes that Jakob Pertl was actually out there, um, he was on Wilson Chandler's side, and Ananobi was next to Plumley. And I was like, "Come on, guys!" Like, and and then you know, it turned out that uh, the rebound almost fell to Plumley. So. Mm-hmm. Just little things like that. You could just see they weren't really paying attention, and they've just been flat all game. Yeah, it very much looked like a team that is on the fifth game of a road trip out west. Uh, and Denver is obviously not kind to teams on the road. I mean, they're not on a back to back or anything like that, and it's early in the season, so it's really so much like of a built-in excuse that you can kind of give them. That said, I mean, Jack Armstrong did kind of point out they had a ridiculous preseason with travel as well. And this is all excuses and silliness, but, like, it all adds up over the course of a long road trip. So maybe it's understandable and maybe a little bit expected that they'd be slow in this game against a Denver team that, uh, you know, they they haven't played super well this season, but there's a lot of talent there. I don't know. It's I wouldn't panic about this game per se. Like, nothing has gone well at all, and it's been a pretty bad game from start to finish for the Raptors. But, like... I don't know if, I would, if there's anything that, that, like that happened that I would say like is telling or sort of indicative of something really fatally wrong with the team. It's just a game where everyone had an off night. Um, even Kyle Lowry ended up shooting pretty poorly, just one of five from deep, uh, even though he was probably the most energetic player of the team for the most part. Um, yeah, I think the thing I hated most was the lack of Jakob Pertl. Like I wrote today on RappersHQ.com, I asked a whole bunch of different bloggers and writers. Vivek was one of the people I asked. Who the best defender on the Raptor is, on the Raptors is, and Jakob Pertl got the most votes. He's been really good defensively this season. You could argue he's been the best Raptors big so far this year, and he like barely played in the first half. He played three minutes uh, with uh, Serge Ibaka and Jonas Valanciunas back from injury, uh, and he just he kind of looked like the odd man out for some reason. I thought it would be Bebe or, or Siakam who uh, would get fewer minutes, but not the case. What did you think of the Pertl sort of weird absence in the first half? OG didn't play much either. Uh, and you would think those guys kind of earned a little bit more rope, but it's it's a weird. I mean, it's Denver, so maybe they were just running a longer rotation anyway to kind of keep guys fresh. But I thought Pirtle kind of as you know cemented himself as like the third big right now, and it, it, I found it kind of bizarre that he uh, you know kind of was forgotten in the first half. Yeah, no, I was I was really surprised as well. Initially, when uh, Nogueira checked into the game, I thought they were just you know giving Valanciunas a quick hit and then. After Nogueira, we'd see Pirtle quickly after that as well, but that didn't happen. And I think he's at ten minutes right now, but heading into late in the third, he was only at three or four minutes. So, um, and you look at Nogueira, minus twenty-two over his sixteen minutes. He's just got the one rebound uh, on the offensive glass. So it didn't make any sense, especially when you look at the way he's played on this trip in particular. Um, they definitely could have used more from him and he's fleet of foot which is something that could have worked to their advantage against Jokic so even in terms of the matchup I don't see how you would think that he wouldn't be suited to do well in this game
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Yeah, um, I guess the other thing that I kind of hated was the three-point shooting. Um, six of 25 so far on the night as we recorded, about halfway through the fourth quarter now. Um, are you concerned about the three-point shooting? Because the Raptors currently, as much as they're getting a bunch of looks, like they're setting up themselves for, for lots of three-pointers. They're currently third in the league in three-pointers three, point, three pointers attempted per game. But they're hitting just 29.9% of those coming into tonight. That number is going to drop, of course, after tonight's game. Um, are you concerned about the shooting, or is it something where once some of the more regular guys kind of start stabilizing a bit, it's not going to be so much of an issue? Yeah, I, I think the main thing has been uh, the struggles of Lowry and Powell from the outside, right? Yeah. I, I don't think you can expect them to shoot at the rate they have uh, all season, so that'll stabilize a bit. Um, but besides that, this isn't uh, a team with a lot of good three-point shooters, so... They are going to be relatively low, I think. I don't think you're going to see them in the top half of three-point percentage, um, especially if they keep the attempts up. Like last season, they didn't attempt that many, but they shot a decent percentage. And I think you need to find that middle ground where uh, you're taking a healthy amount that's proportionate to the shooting that's available on your team. Um, so... You know, right now it's sort of fake it till you make it kind of thing with the way the offense is going and trying to fit in with uh, what's worked for the best teams in the league. And I, I'm sure at some point they'll have to figure out a middle ground, uh, at least against the better teams. Yeah, I, I think the the process is correct in that most of the shots, when we've talked about this, like most of the threes are coming from the guys you want them to. Like 16 of the 25 threes tonight so far have come from Lowry, Powell, and Ibaka. Bach is not going to go one of six from three most of the time. He, I mean, you want to talk about things that I hated in this game. Abaka's performance, I mean, what did you make of that? It was very not good. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't a good start. You let Melsap get off to that hot start. Yeah. Uh, again, there was the lazy foul on the three-point shot, and that sort of set the tone for, way, uh, for the way the game went. And, yeah, he, he's sort of showing that he has these nights where he's just not present at all yeah. and so I think that's something they've got to be mindful of going forward and you know maybe have a bit of a quick hook with him as well especially when you've got guys like Proto and Siakam yeah I mean the good thing I suppose with Ibaka is that it didn't look like he was like laboring at all it seems like his knee is fine um, mm-hmm. so that's that's promising and yeah I mean that's about all you can pull that's promising from his game he had two fouls on three point shooters in this game that were just brutal um, just totally unnecessary, and he needs to learn how to pass, I think, uh, a little bit <laughs> if he's going to fit into what the Raptors are doing because, you know, I, I do like that he has a quick trigger because the Raptors could kind of use a guy like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the past, their secondary guys have, you know, largely been passive, and that's hurt them at times. Uh, so yeah. I'm okay with Ibaka kind of being like Terrence Ross in spirit where whenever the ball comes to him, he's going to shoot. But, like, when he does put it on the floor, I wish he would kind of have a plan when he does it because 
I mean, sometimes he bails it out with like a weird sort of jab step and like a and like a fadeaway. Other times he'll like he'll just use like two big strides and get to the rim for a dunk, even though it looks awkward and looks like it's gonna end in like an injury when he starts it. But um, yeah, it's uh, not the best start to the season for Mabaka. I don't think there's like reason yet to panic about him, but not not ideal for a guy that you're paying twenty plus million dollars. Let me leave it at that. Um, I don't know, any other, like, negatives from this game that you want to harp on? Negatives? No, I think we've covered the, the two main points, which is the energy and, uh, well, the three main points, the three-point shooting and uh, Pirtle's minutes. Yeah. Besides that, um, I thought DeRozan really struggled tonight as well. Um, don't really see anything else. I, I, I think you just sort of throw this in the trash and try to move on to Utah and hopefully try and finish uh the road trip three and three yeah um would you change anything about what they're i mean i we've i think we kind of alluded to that we think Pirtle should play more minutes uh this <laughs> is going to be a thing right now what with five good bigs on the team who have all made contributions over this road trip uh how would you go about sort of setting up the the rotation for the next game because this is the argument to make where you know og and obi's been playing a lot of four you could argue maybe he should be sliding to the three uh, in order to get Fred Van Vliet off the floor and uh, maybe have Fred be the kind of odd man out and, like, the 12th guy in the rotation. Um, it's not easy. Like, all these guys have earned at least some sort of minutes outside of maybe Van Vliet. But, I don't know, how would you go about constructing the, the bench unit and the rotation for the next game and going forward? Yeah, that, that's the other part of this game as well, right? It was probably a tough moment for Casey to have both Valanciunas and Ibaka come back because a tough place to play in Denver with the high altitude and now you've got to fit Valanciunas and uh, Ibaka back in so I think um, in terms of looking at the minutes it's definitely Pirtle that stands out the most there's got to be a way to get him on the court Um, especially again now you're looking at a big guy like Rudy Gobert um, and Derek Favors so you're probably going to need your bigs even more uh against Utah so um, if I'm looking at the rotation you start with obviously JV and Ibaka and then I'm definitely bringing it Pirtle off the bench first um, I don't think Nogueira is going to be well suited to match up with Gobert mm. um, and even Favors is someone that can bully him so uh, I know he had a great game last game but uh, I think, again, with the matchups, I think Pirtle would be best suited um, to deal with Utah's size. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Yeah, kind of the the weird aspect of the Pirtle thing is that the second unit has been such a trusted lineup so far for Casey, like the all-bench unit, um, and Pirtle's been like the anchor of that, and for him to go to that lineup with Bebe instead of Pirtle seemed a little weird considering how much he's gotten out of it, even though I think the impact of it's being a tad overstated and maybe... Uh, Casey should stop playing it quite as often because it's not working with Fred at least right now. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, there was a bit of a window as well where um, he stuck with Ananobi at the four, and the Nuggets were going with Plumlee and Jokic as the two bigs. And yeah. He could have easily switched back to a couple of bigs and tried to get something going that way, but and then they were just getting killed. Um, that was puzzling, but I mean, it's not the first time I've been sort of confounded by Casey's in-game adjustments. <laughs> it's tough, man. I, I, I kind of feel for him in that there's just so many good players on the team and trying to figure out the perfect matches because, like, there's a lot of good players and most of the guys have played together for a long time, but really, like, there's no lineups that the Raptors are using that have any sort of, like, history of minutes together. Like, they're all new combinations right. that he's tinkering with. So, like, I, I think it was always going to take some time for the Raptors to figure this out and, like, I do think if the Raptors come out of this road trip at 4-4, four and four, even if they lose against Utah on Friday, which they don't tend to, use to lose to Utah that much. Like, they, they play pretty good games against them. Um, I, I don't think it's a bad thing by any means if they come up 4-4. Four and four. I think it was always going to be a tough start to the season with this road trip and picking uh-huh. up two wins. And, like, that game against Portland was, like, a legitimately impressive performance so far that, that you can really sort of... That's almost a, sh- a signature win at this point. I'm not sure the Blazers are, like an amazing team but they're pretty good and the fact that you shut them down when they are you know when they really excel offensively I think you can really hang your hat on that performance so I don't know this one's a bummer for sure and as we speak there's four minutes left in the fourth it's 121-87 Alfonso McKinney's on the court uh Richard Jefferson's on the court (laughs) Um, (laughs) the things have really gone off the rails here but I don't know yeah this isn't a game where I think people should lose their minds it was an annoying game after the Portland game is kind of a letdown, but there's been a lot of teams in the East to have just like a weird, random ass, you know, kind of letdown games this season. And uh, outside of Boston, I think they're probably the only ones that haven't had one at this point. Like, a, they're fine. They were due. Like, they had, they had played six really good games so far this season before tonight. So I'm not sh- stressed about it or anything. Yeah, and to your point, I think part of the frustration and disappointment stems from the fact that they went toe to toe with the Warriors and the Spurs then picked up a couple of solid wins and so you're sort of expecting them to continue to build on that but it doesn't always work out that way um so yeah i think again you just sort of move on from this it's an 82 game season um as jack's been saying throughout the broadcast it's just game seven yeah so um there's a bigger game seven on tonight anyway (laughs) the raptors could be the dodgers yeah Things are, <laughs> things are fine. Is that still a blow? Is that, it's five one right now. Okay. Well, this will be topical and up to date uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, man. I think we've exhausted this one. Uh, I wanted to get ahead of the gun a little bit to try to just go to bed earlier. <laughs> yeah. Because the oh, West Coast one, trip one, has been killing me. One potential positive is yeah. uh, I thought it was good for Powell to sort of get some drives going. Uh, there in that third quarter and a bit yeah. in the fourth. Um, hopefully, maybe that's something that can spark him a bit going forward. They finished six for eleven with fourteen points. Obviously, the outside shot's still not there. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, you know, a couple of those drives and dunks will wake him up a little. He had a super weird first quarter though, um, which again kind of had me shaking my head. But yeah, he's looked pretty good in the second half at least. So that's. And there was signs of progress against Portland as well, so maybe he's coming out of his funk a little bit. That one pass he threw when he drove and threw it like a dart through into like the tenth row. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't know he could pass like that, so I guess that's uh, like get that kind of oomph on a pass. So that's a positive, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's gonna do it, I think. Vivek, do you have anything you want to plug? 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to have a bit of a recap for North Wall Hoops on this uh, shame of a game. And, uh, <laughs> and then you can always find my stuff uh, on Raptors Republic and B-Ball Breakdown as well. Follow me on Twitter at Vivek M. Jacob. Absolutely. We'll get you on again next week. It's nice to have you back. It's been nice to have both you and Sahal back this week after a week or so without you guys. So um, thanks to everyone who tuned in. Once again, thanks to Draft for sponsoring the show today. Make sure you sign up and follow me at LockedOnSean on there so you can join any leagues I set up. Um, And, yeah, that's going to do it. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnRaptors. Follow me at WoodleySean iTunes, ratings, reviews, all that fun stuff. OG Ananobi just hit a three, so that's fun. and uh, yeah, the, as we finish this, it's one twenty-two ninety-seven for the net for the Nuggets with two fifty-two left. So I'm guessing we can end it here, and there won't be a comeback live on the show. So thanks so much for tuning in, uh, Vivek. Thanks again for coming on, man. And we will talk to you again on Thursday with another episode of Lockdown Raptors. Have a good one. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a four fifty-five meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.